This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree <laughs> on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today. It's a Vikings Monday on Todd and Friends with Greg Snow who joins us on these Mondays. And uh, while the Vikings' win streak comes to an end, uh, we kind of see a midnight strike for the Cinderella Pastronaut. Uh, and, uh, and not that I'm suddenly saying, oh, the Vikings going to tank, lose every game the rest of the way, but certainly a winnable game that they did not. And some of their issues reared their heads again, and that's turnovers. And uh, Madison fumbling again. He's got to be one of the running backs that's lost some of the most fumbles in the NFL this year. And then uh, Josh Dobbs, uh, you know, there's a reason a guy plays for six different teams in one year. It, generally, it's because he turns the football over. And we saw that with Dobbs yesterday with a fumble and an interception. Not that he played poorly. He didn't. But uh, you can see now that we've watched him every play for the last almost three weeks now, uh, it's apparent to me why he's a career backup and a journeyman. Uh, he spins it very nicely. It's a nice tight spiral, an easy ball to catch. He just doesn't have a lot of zip on it. He doesn't have uh, a top-flight NFL arm. He's probably one of the softer arms in the entire league. And when you can't threaten a team down the field, that makes it easier for them to play defense. And we saw that yesterday. Uh, it's all about the turnovers for me yep. for that game. That That's about it. Um, yeah, I agree with everything you just analyzed about Dobbs. I think we knew that was coming. Yeah. I think we could see it. There's a, a again, it was, a, they, they did the journey thing, you know, of five, five teams in just this year or since the beginning of 2022. So a year and a half. Yeah. There's a reason. Uh, I think sometimes people didn't want to believe it. I even tweeted this morning to somebody of maybe it was the coach, but <laughs> at some point, when you run through that many coaches, and yeah. Kevin O'Connell was one of them. Yeah. Um, or no, I'm sorry, not Kevin O'Connell. Um, who's the Cleveland guy that we used to have? Kevin Stefanski. Stefanski. They had him twice. They had him twice. And traded him each time. And we love Stefanski And as an each time player. that Dobbs has been traded to somebody else, it's been for less and less return value. Drafted on the fourth round, traded for a fifth rounder, traded for a sixth rounder, traded for a pick swap of sixth and seventh rounds where you didn't even get an extra draft pick. You just moved up a few spots. That's what Arizona got in this last trade. And while we loved him, it was a great story. He's a terrific guy. He's a a genius. He doesn't have an NFL strength arm. That's the problem. Yeah, and there's some plays late in the game that made you go, are you sure he's a genius or is he concussed? Yeah. I mean, I he looked a little dizzy. My brother texted me one time of that run for one yard where he came up just short late. He looked like uh, he looked like a drunk man that was trying to wander the streets because he didn't know where he was going. And I'm not thrilled about the always spin backwards and away from the line of scrimmage. I thought there were some times where he should have been stepping climb forward. in the pocket. Yes, they call it not going backwards and trying to be Russell Wilson. He has a blind he spot just, in front of him and left. He yeah. won't go that way. And oftentimes that's where the hole is. He has a big blind spot there. Yep. That's a very good observation. Yep. So. Uh, not devastating loss. No. Um, Still a game and a half lead on the Packers, yeah. who are the eighth team in the NFC, the Vikings, the seventh seed. So, yeah. yeah, not devastating. Won't hurt them in any tiebreakers. It's the AFC. They can move on from this. Yeah, still 6-2 and two in the uh, in the conference. 
things are fine. We never thought they were going to get a number one seed and, uh, and get a home playoff. I mean, I think I mentioned it last week, the, the pipe dreams, right? That, But we really never thought that they would get a number one seed or maybe even a two or three to get a home game. Yeah. I don't envision that for this team. I didn't at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So long story longer is... I, I'm I'm okay with everything. I, I looked at it last, last night. I wasn't okay with it, right? Because why? Because we won that game. Yeah. We dominated that game yeah. other than those few turnovers. Yep. And if I want to nitpick Flores, who played, who was awesome yesterday with his defensive stuff, I didn't understand why they had nothing for Pirine at the end of the game there. Yeah. And they just kept letting him get 10-yard, 8-yard, 6-yards, 10-yards. They were playing over- prevent. He was rushing oh, three man. guys and dropping eight. And it was like, and they were dropping some of them really deep. It was prevent defense for four minutes, and it did, we weren't up against it the was, clock at that. It time. was Ed Donatel calling yes. the defense okay, there on that so you last drive. That too. I did too. Okay, I didn't like it. So Blackman losing another jump ball again. Yeah, I mean this kid's got to figure that out. Sometimes you got to win some one of them. It's a skill though, right? It's a talent. It's an ability to read the ball in the air. He, he, he just didn't read the ball in the air very well. Just doesn't have it. No. Uh, but, you know, PFF has him graded really high. He's the highest-rated Vikings cornerback, according to PFF. Except for on jump balls. Do they rate that differently? I, I'm not sure. Maybe they do. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he he definitely got beat there. And, and uh, So for all my Timberwolf fans out there, that I think there are some that listen that watch both, the exact same feeling we had Saturday night after we beat the Pelicans. Yeah. That's what Denver felt like. Like, how did we, every yeah, Denver how did that game, happen? How did we win that game? Yeah. We had no business winning that game. Yeah. Every Denver fan, I'm sure of it. And that's how I felt after that T-Wolves game. Yeah. How did we win that game? On my Facebook, there was some Denver fans that were crowing a little, actually. Well, how, well I saw that. You egged them on. <laughs> I kind of did. But they're sitting, in reality, they're sitting back going, we had no business I know. winning that game. Yeah. Because we dominated a lot of aspects out yep. there. Yep. And um, and by the way, I don't know, a side note, th- what, why are we kicking footballs in Denver? I mean, we got to just get rid of the kickoff in Denver. These guys are kicking it, that light air, they're now kicking it into the stands. I know. It's, it's yeah. just, that's a side note. Yeah. Anyways, more thoughts, Todd, about Dobbs. Well, is Hall going to be the guy now coming back? Did this do enough for you? No, Dobbs is still the Dobbs guy. Dobbs will start the rest of the year, right? Unless he gets hurt uh, or unless he starts to turn the ball over three times a game. You know, with some frequency. It do. You do. Know, I know. That that interception, I know he was hit, yeah. but it came out sideways. Yeah. He, he wasn't hitting the arm. He doesn't have terribly big hands, it doesn't okay. appear to me. He's kind of loose with the football when he's running with it as well. Uh, again, we can see why teams have passed on him. He's been good for the Vikings. I think he found the perfect coach in Kevin O'Connell because O'Connell's very smart in, in terms of uh, trying to lessen the impact of a quarterback's weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that Kirk Cousins can't move. O'Connell's de- designed a very specific game plan for him. Now he has a quarterback that can move, but isn't very good on those intermediate throws. He completed a couple of them yesterday, but on throws of 10 to 20 yards down the field, uh, which is Cousins' specialty, he's rated like fifth in the NFL in that pass, and that's where a lot of hay is made, 10 to 20 yards down the field. Five out of 19 uh, that going into the game for Dobbs in the first two games with the Vikings, just five out of 19, 10 to 20 yards down the field. So he just doesn't have enough on it. He doesn't have a fastball. Uh, He throws with great touch, but man, you got to be able to, you got to be able to sling it a little more than, than he can. Now, when you talk about he's an average arm and above average arm, that means that there's guys that are below average, right? I mean, if you're grading on the curve, he's below average uh, for an arm in the NFL. So, you know, I think O'Connell can devise a, 
a game plan around that. But also, I think we see now, I was one who was saying maybe Jordan Addison is a number one. He's not. We're seeing that. He's not a number one. He's definitely, he's a very good number two. He's not big enough. Now, if he puts on some size and gets a little tougher, he could be a number one. But he's not a guy who can go up like Corton Sutton and catch that touchdown in the back of the end zone. You know, he, he isn't physical enough. Right. He doesn't block well enough. Uh, he also is loose with the football when he has it in his hands. So uh, they need Jefferson back. I don't know how they won five straight without him, but they did. Part of it because of the schedule. Yep. They need Jefferson back. I, I I hope we see him against the Bears, but I'm not sure we will. Well, Hawkinson was, has been good during this stretch. Oliver was great yep. yesterday. That was yep. fun to see. Yep. Um, so he's just finding different targets. Yeah. Uh, the play where he went out of bounds one yard short of the first down, I look at little things like that and I go, can that's, he learn that? That's not Could so he little. figure out? That's not so little. Well, it's a little thing, right? But it's, it's a field big, awareness. It can be a big thing. It's a big because thing. Because we had to struggle for that first down. Yeah. We ended up having to run the ball. Yeah. Which... Again, then we had to take a timeout to unpile the unclog the pile. Yep, and, and that so cost him a timeout. Gosh, yeah, I, I mean, cost him a timeout, and things spiraled downward from there. But okay, a real quick topic for you, Todd. Um, are we missing it? And I say we, those of us who are clamoring about Chandler, are we missing it with this Madison Chandler thing? Why is why does Kevin keep going to Madison? Um, are we missing something here? Well. You know, what do you? He he had started five games with Delvin Cook injured when Cook was still with the Vikings. He went for over a hundred yards in four of those five games. Alex Madison, based on past performance before this season, I thought I was fine. Let Delvin Cook go, and even if they didn't have him, I would have been because I felt like Cook was done. Yeah, but I, but well, I you were right. Yeah, but I really thought that Madison could have been uh, the next Number guy to one. step in. I knew he didn't have Cook's home run speed. He wasn't going to haul the ball 70 yards like Cook could do uh, for you every so often. I knew that wasn't going to happen, but I really thought he was four and a half yards a carry and a physical runner, which he is. He's a he's a ground and pounder. He's a big guy. He takes on tacklers. And if he didn't have the fumbles, he wouldn't be having such a terrible season. But he wasn't able to read the line of scrimmage for so many weeks. Now, this week, he got better at that. He had a good, had a good game until the fumble. Had a good game until the fumble. But prior to this week, he wasn't reading the line of scrimmage very well. He wasn't seeing the holes that were there for him. And he was fumbling the football. And he isn't a very good receiver out of the backfield. Now, he is good at picking up the blitz. He's a very solid blocker in the backfield. He's got some size to do that. Uh, so that certainly helps. But... Yeah, they need to find a running back next year because I'm not sure Chandler's the guy either. I think they need to find a running back for next season. 73 yards. That's one game against a, against well, a team that did give up 70 points earlier you, this did year. Did you see the tackle he made on the interception? He was ticked that that I mean, interception that was had happened. beautiful speed, yep. recovery. Yep. I mean, he saved a touchdown. They turned that into three rather yep. than seven. Yep. Uh, that play alone, I was like, can, can Kevin not see this stuff? The yeah. explosiveness that at Madison doesn't have. So that's just my question. And, there, again, you see it all over Twitter. I'm kind of with those people, but that's why I love talking to you. Yeah. You're the voice of reason in some of these, Todd. You can kind of see through the tea leaves. He did pick up one nice block yeah. that, again, maybe Chandler yeah. doesn't. Yeah. Okay, it was on a blitz. He picked it up beautifully. But even that third and one, he, even if he caught it, he wasn't going anywhere. But he's still got to catch it. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it wasn't the greatest throw out in the flat there, but. 
I, the I'm hands not really just look like stones. I'm not really trying to defend Madison so much. He has not had a good. You were year. rational to the conversation. Yeah, you were defending. I'm okay I, with it. I, 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 uh, I'm just not a huge believer in Ty Chandler yet either. So I, I don't think that they have a. I love the burst. I don't think they have a bell cow running back on the roster right now. Uh, and I, that's fine. There's a reason he was drafted super late as well. Yeah, but. We do find that running backs are a dime a dozen a lot of times. Yeah. And maybe you can find somebody deep in the draft that you're like, oh, he turned into something. There's it some great happen. running backs that have been late round draft picks. But you keep drafting them. Yeah. You probably should draft one every year. Yeah. Somewhere in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth yeah. round. Yeah, because even if they there. aren't playing, they're playing special teams, special teams because running backs usually are good athletes. Do you like Kenny coming out of the backfield, Naguanu? They no? must not. They must not? They must not. <laughs> I really thought we'd see him some this year because of his speed and explosiveness. Right. But if you can't read the line of scrimmage uh, and you can't find the holes or you give up on plays too quickly, they see all that in practice. And that's why Kenny Wangwu isn't playing because he isn't playing in practice very well. Okay, so the Bears-Vikings Monday night, they could possibly move the game. When's that decision again? Oh, it's over. It's staying on Monday Okay, night. it is. Okay, it so had to be. Show. It has to be 10 days in advance when okay. you change days. Yeah, so Perfect. the Vikings are staying in Phew. Monday night football. I think if they had waited till after this game, they might have flexed it to Sunday. Well, there's got to be a better game. Yeah, there has but to But again, be. I I think the division rivalry kind of brings a regional audience Yeah, that ESPN probably, or yeah, yeah. they probably know what's going on there. So yeah. we can make our predictions next week is what we're going to see there. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but maybe in the interim, what are we thinking about Jefferson? Play or no play? Uh, well, you, you heard the comments uh, that were no made. I think no play. I think no play. Collinsworth said they talked to the coach. I don't know if it was O'Connell was referencing or not, but they asked him, so if you win against Denver and you are in good position in terms of the playoffs and you have the bye after the Bears game, does that make it less like the Jefferson plays? And he said, I got kind of a smile and a wink, and and I'm not going to speculate on that comment. Which made it seem it. like had they won, he wouldn't have played. Since they lost, he might play. I just want him to be healthy. Honestly, I'd sit him against the Bears. Then you got another week beyond that, and then he mm-hmm. should be ready to go mm-hmm. uh, for the rest of the season following that. They still have a game-and-a-half lead on their playoff spot. They should be able to beat the Bears uh, at home uh, this Monday night, I would think. I think they could go another week, and then that would give two weeks more yeah. of rest for Jefferson. Uh, Todd, will you allow me to eat a little crow on the on Carl Anthony Towns here for a few minutes? Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. You and you and Bolson both. <laughs> Nobody's been worse on on Towns than Bolson. He's wanted worse him gone lo- oh, way worse than you. He would have been gone long ago if it was up have to ever, Sean. Have you ever had a a, a guest or a, a show host or somebody say I'd like to eat a little crow? Yeah, uh, you. <laughs> I'm good with it. I, I've done because, it myself a time or two. At the end of the day, he is doing everything now that I've asked of him. Yeah, shut your mouth. Yeah. Play some defense. Yep. Hustle. The hustle, Todd. He is getting off the ground. I, I'm even yelling at the TV going, don't throw your arms up. Anthony Edwards is kind of doing that now. I know. You're seeing it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, Carl. Carl's doing everything I ask. He's being a team guy. He's not drawing the charges. He's not hooking people. In He's the last found week his and shot. A half, found his shot. Stop this yeah. move. And those you can't see me because we're radio. Yeah. But yeah. he puts his arm under the deep. And every team is now asking the officials before the game to watch for it. Yeah. And it's like, you got to wake up. He's not doing the leg kick. Yeah. You notice that, that he's not doing yeah. that on his three-pointers anymore. Yeah. He's cleaned that out of it yeah. for now. Yeah. So this last stretch, I'm going to eat some crow here and say, I don't want him traded right now. No, I'm not good, at all. I'm good with him on we this We want to see this play out. 
Uh, we want to see this is what they envisioned when they traded for Rudy Gobert is what they have on the floor right now. And where are they? Nine and three, tied for first in the West. Stealing wins. With a win against Denver, a win against Boston, two wins against Golden State. Uh, don't discount this win against the Pelicans. A win against uh, was They didn't play Zion I don't again. care. That win on the road, the way those two young guys are playing, that yeah. Hawkins kid and yeah. Daniels, yeah. oh my word. Yeah. It makes you think why maybe our draft picks that we're going to lose, maybe that is a big deal. Because Pelicans picked them up mid-round. Yeah. You know, they're a decent team. So this was a good win, Todd. They had our number. Yep. Um, it looked like for no reason. This was an L all day. You've watched the yeah. T-Wolves for a lot of years. Yep. That's an L. It sure was. And somehow... Somehow even, it out. My wife and I looked at each other like, how did we win that game? And then to have Towns drive the lane and to not, score the last shot. And not I, it was take my, a charge. It was my, exactly. It was my biggest fear, though, that the ball was going to go to Edwards and he was going to dribble out the clock and sh- and throw up a fadeaway three while covered. Yeah, but he Because he, he does fa- that all he the time. Out. Thankfully. Thankfully. But I agree with you. Because he is not doing well at the end of games. He is playing way too much hero ball. Now, I know he's averaging almost 27 a game. He's increased his rebounding and assists again this year. Uh, He is shooting a very good percentage from three-point range and inside of that. But at the end of games, the ball gets sticky with one guy on the Timberwolves, and and that's Anthony Edwards. It isn't sticking to anybody else except for Edwards, and it's happening way too often, way too often. Well, if it has to be somebody, it better be him. Yeah. Because we don't want it with Carl. Because he does isolate and score. He can. But I want he him can. to I want him to isolate and go to the hole. Yeah. And then kick it out to a three shooter. Or go and he's a terrific finisher. Last year he had trouble finishing around the basket. This year he's better at finishing. A little better. That's helped the scoring some. Yeah, so. I'm going tonight. Yeah. And again, it's against Tom Thibodeau. So I'm in the Knicks. Going to boo him. Thibodeau was, was one of my him? least favorite Timberwolves of all time. Yeah. And he didn't even play, Todd. Yeah. He was one of my least gonna favorite. Going to boo him, then. I probably have to. I don't yeah. know how I can't get – I don't know how to get away from it. I'd like to be classier. Yeah. But, again, I, I just feel like he tore this team. Now, again, we wouldn't be where we're at today, but for those years that he was here, the way that he went, bringing in Teague and Butler and Gibbs, I just yeah. Yeah. couldn't understand what he was doing. Yeah, I don't Dismantling think, a young roster. I don't think he understood it. Well, he's somehow <laughs> staying around. So he, while he goes to the Knicks, he's not, he's not in charge of personnel. That's why. There, that's Tom a, Thibodeau's a good coach. He's a terrible front office guy. But he wouldn't okay. come to the Timberwolves unless they gave him full power because it wasn't a premier uh, destination True. for a guy like Tom Thibodeau who had coaching chops uh, before coming to the Timberwolves. Mm. So I'm with you. My still, it, it's uh, Wiggins is number one. Still, and then it's D'Lo number two, and a very close. Oh, for the number people two. that you just yeah that I can't stand as, yeah. as a former well, Wiggins because of the effort. Yeah, Wiggins because of just yeah being him. Yeah, it's just the effort. And then he finally goes to Golden State, and he wakes up a little bit. Well, a little enough for them to win a title. Exactly. But now he's back to Wiggins, back so to being we, Andrew yeah. Wiggins again. But he had those mental issues at the end yeah. of last year. That's yeah. kind of still hanging. Yeah. In there, and you but. may recall when they acquired D'Lo for Wiggins, I said, "Well, I've seen D'Lo play." I've read a lot about him. This will be your next most hated Timberwolf. And that was 100% true. <laughs> I, I don't have the same hatred for D'Lo, but I do know what you're saying. Yeah. Because that effort level is next Not to zero. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting twice as much out of Conley, who's half the player. I know. But again, they end up being a net zero because the effort yep. makes up for the talent gap. Yep, yep. Greg, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at five, or uh, Todd and Friends podcast, brought to you by Heritage Bank. 
Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.